At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Guys, do you hear that sound? That's the sound of power and precision. That's right. You're listening to the Lawnmower 4.0. Manscaped fourth generation trimmer featuring a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. The Lawnmower 4.0 has advanced skin safe technology, which is a fancy way of saying you're not going to clip your balls off while shaving. But that's not all. Manscaped has a plethora of great products to keep your family jewels in pristine condition. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code ABSOLUTEDGEN over at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Uh, pretty good weekend of, of sports entertainment, I guess, other than that Sunday abortion of a boxing match, if you want to call it that. Uh, I, I did realize that anytime the Panther, Panther decides to go on the offense uh, on the show trying to attack me, I'm just, I'm just going to do what uh, uh, Mayweather did yesterday. Just kinda, eh, I'm just going to just hang out over here, maybe throw a punch or two. I'm just going to casually just collect millions and millions of dollars. What a fucking joke. And I mean, we, we've been talking about this for a bit. This is the, the, what, what the Paul brothers are doing in regards to, you know, uh, making money off of boxing. Uh, I mean, in a way, uh, it's admirable, really. I, I can't fault them. Uh, they're, they're putting boxing back in the spotlight, really, um, if you want to call it boxing, which I, which I don't. <laughs> What's going on, Panther? Uh, I don't know what he's talking about, uh, talking shit or taking shots at him. Like Max is my favorite person. I, I look forward to Monday. Max and I get along really well. We agree. When we agree, we do a lot of damage on our picks. Uh, I enjoy uh, doing this show every morning. Look forward. It's Arch that kind of just pisses me off. He sits there and you know fires shots and then sits back like, "Who me? What I do?" But uh, no. <laughs> Max and I were just we're ribbing each other a little bit pre-show, but that I watched that fight this morning. It, it's I don't know how, why people were paying money for this. It's horrible. Like Logan Paul, I, I'm not I'm not qualified to be. I'm not a boxer. I, I probably don't even have the qualifications to talk about this. But I've watched boxing all my life, and his form is terrible. His footwork is terrible. Like Mayweather probably could have knocked him out in the second round if it wasn't an exhibition and there was actually something on the line. Like Mayweather, I was actually pretty impressed with Mayweather for somebody who hasn't fought since 2017. His quickness was there. His uh, head movement was there. I mean, he he looked good. He could probably get in the ring with a real boxer if he wanted to did he, was he really quick or did he just look quick in comparison to <laughs> I, thought, I thought his swings to the face and and everything i i mean the shots that he took and here's the thing he only hit 40 like it was like 43 shots in eight rounds so he was really dicking around in there quite a bit but when he did take some shots his, his head bobbing his footwork I, I mean he was he looked good and then like you said compared to you know, Paul, who looked like more of a fucking German tank in there, um, he's going to look lightning fast. But yeah, it was he could have killed him. Yeah, that's a funny thing is I, I was looking at like I was I, I, I didn't watch the fight. I, I read about it afterwards and it's like it was an exhibition that was non-sanctioned. 
it, the, the uh, Florida Commission, I think it took place in Florida, allowed for a judge to be in the ring. There's no points. There's no decision. It didn't count on Mayweather's record if he did lose, if he somehow did get knocked out, because knockouts were part of the thing. If It wouldn't have counted on his record anyway. So to me, this, this, there's fucking absolutely nothing. It was nothing. Like, honestly, the, the Chad Ochocinco fighting the fucking street fighting fist fucking guy that he, he fought was was more of a sanctioned fight than this one. <laughs> I think I think Ocho Cinco would have killed Paul. Oh, <laughs> Ocho Cinco didn't look bad. He did get knocked down, though. He did get knocked down the fourth <laughs> round. He bounced right back up, uh, but he, he did get rocked. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I know they say WWE is the sports entertainment, and I think what, what the Paul brothers are trying to do is is take over that market. Because, you know, WWE is on a downcline. AEW, the, the, their rival, seems to be, you know, actually doing quite well for themselves. And people are kind of sh- straying away from wrestling. And, and this is the kind of nonsense. Like, we were talking about that in the, in the actual last uh, Paul fight, right? The, the spectacle around it, yes. right? Snoop Dogg is an announcer, the concerts and all that. The, the, that's kind of what I think boxing is going to turn into. Because, I mean, someone's making money with betting boxing. Arch, uh, but, but this isn't boxing. This is this is. This I didn't even I didn't even calculate that card. I just left that no. one completely <laughs> off. The whole, all the fights. I didn't even try. And, and, and you would think somebody would want to put it to a stop because after that fight last night, you, you bring up AEW. Chris Jericho came out and now he wants he wants to get in the ring with Mayweather. And as long as people keep throwing millions of dollars at these exhibitions. These guys are going to keep doing it, but it's not good for boxing. You know, the boxing that we grew up on with, you know, Hagler and Sugar Ray and Tyson and Holyfield, like this is bad for boxing. I blame the pandemic, really. People's got way too much money in their pockets. They're just oh, yeah. that's we're all just flush with cash, <laughs> just flush with flush cash with right cash. now, and just 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 got to sort of blow it on stupid fucking fights. Oh, uh, some other stuff that happened over the weekend, and and I know we'll touch. I know Panther uh, wants to talk about Jacob DeGrom a little bit later in the show, but we can talk about it right now. Uh, DeGrom pitched against the Padres this weekend. Once again, gave up zero earned runs, struck out 11. Uh, He reduced his ERA down to 0.62. Yes. 0.62. At one point in the season, his his ERA did balloon all the way up to 0.80, and he's worked his way down. What kind of company we're talking about? with him right now arch like who who who's the biggest comparison right now for Degrom's season in in major league history you you pointed out to me uh, this article you sent me you said bob gibson in 68 mm. that's incredible and i don't know if you guys know or not but back then in 68 the the pitching mound was 15 inches tall so it was much taller than it was now which gave the pitcher so much leverage and the strike zone back then went sh- top of shoulder all the way down to knee. It was a huge strike zone. So what DeGrom's doing is just remarkable. And and so Gibson ended that season, I think it was 1.12 ERA, something like that. And he won MVP that year. And what we're saying is, is DeGrom right now has half that ERA. Yeah. Right. I, that's, it's just, just, just remarkable. And uh, I, I know like, uh, you know, and, and Panther, you're not a big fan of pitchers getting MVPs because, and I get it too, right? They, they only go one once every like five, six days, but this is MVP like performance right now. 
Well, it, it absolutely is. And he's putting pressure on hitters now that if you're going to win the MVP as a hitter, you're going to have to have a, a Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds kind of season because what he's doing, we haven't seen. Now, I don't want to take anything away from DeGrom because this isn't a one-off. DeGrom has been dominant for years. Um, but are the numbers, you know, we've had, what, seven shutouts now, no hitters. Um, are the numbers slightly inflated because of the, the strike zone? We talked about Bob Gibson's strike zone being taller. Nowadays, it looks like the strike zone's wider. Um, and I said, I'm not taking anything away, away from DeGrom. Um, but uh, I wonder if that plays any factor at all. He'd probably still be sporting about a point nine ERA yeah, <laughs> with a regular, with a regular. But uh, who the fuck knows? Maybe one of these stupid Paul brothers will think they can get a hit off of Degrom. Or something. <laughs> well, I wanted well, to point out real quick uh, as far as Degrom's offensive contributions. I look, I pulled up his WAR. It's on the screen right now. His uh, WAR is basically five fifty three. That's the winning percentage if it was a team of Degroms marching out on the field. <laughs> so the Mets wouldn't lose a step offensively if it was just a field of a, just a whole field of a Degroms. <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder how this pitching stuff is going to all change now that they're going to be padding down pitchers between innings to see if they're they're carrying any uh, illegal substances out there. Uh, the evidence with you, Darvish, on his last start against the Mets, pretty damning. If you see some of the video of Darvish, just absolutely just like it was blatantly rubbing his hands in his glove, getting the ball, like coating the ball in something and then throwing like, I mean, We'll see. We'll see now that they have these uh, these uh, mid mid inning pat downs. How pitchers are going to fare from here on out? Mm. Should we get to it, or do you want to talk about uh, you know Julio Jones? Oh yeah, real quick, Julio Jones got traded to the Titans. There you go. Happened. You know, we were talking about that with some of my friends. They said, uh, "So does this make Ryan Tannehill a uh, elite?" quarterback and i said no it makes julio jones a second rate wide receiver oh jeez, uh titan's gonna be tough though uh, you look at aj brown julio jones uh derrick henry i mean uh, that's they're loaded not they're bad dead. not bad yeah all right there's some nba playoffs today yeah we got max a couple games yeah so let's look at this uh, milwaukee brooklyn game james harden lasted less than a minute in his last game he left after suffering another hamstring injury and usually when you say james harden lasted less than a minute it's his performance with the local strippers that we're talking about so now brooklyn has to deal with no james harden they have to figure out how to win game two and possibly beyond without him in the lineup which i guess is normal right isn't this just this is the nets right they they, right. they play without one of their star players in game one hey they they, they got the win they beat the Bucks by by about eight points, and I think the issue is you look at the shooting of Milwaukee. Are they going to shoot only six three pointers at twenty percent shooting? Are they going to do that again this game? And Chris Middleton was a big culprit there. He shot zero for five from three point. He only scored thirteen points. So all Middleton has to do is play a better game. <laughs> And the Bucks win, right? And that's kind of what I'm banking on. I think I think Milwaukee needs to seize on this opportunity. They need to jump at the chance to play Brooklyn without Harden, go back home, tied one one, and and I think this is, I know it's overused, but it's a fucking must win. <laughs> it really is. Without James Harden, they have to win this game. A ten dollar money line bet on the Bucks. You know, uh, sometimes Max takes away all my all my speaking points when I take notes and whatever. But he he nailed it right on the head. That's where I'm going with is Milwaukee six for thirty 
Uh, six three-pointers in an entire 48-minute game. I don't think Milwaukee will do that. I think they, they – look, they only have to make three more three-pointers. They win that game. Just three. Um, so I think they do improve there. And without Harden, I mean, basically that was Brooklyn without Harden. Funny that that would happen after we just talked Saturday about, you know, we were talking about Embiid and these guys not having to deal with injuries, and Brooklyn walks right into one. So we'll see how they, they fare. But uh, I'm in agreement here, $25 on the Bucks. Yeah, I, I, I'm hard-pressed to disagree. The, it's only plus one and a half, but uh, whew, I'll take it. <laughs> I think Milwaukee wins this one going away. So, yeah, 20 bucks on the, the Bucks. You can get plus two at my bookie promo code. Oh, yeah, I can. I can. Mm-hmm. Take the plus two. Right. My bookie hasn't emailed to threaten us yet. So, my bookie, <laughs> plus two. <laughs> Next up. Denver at Phoenix. You know, it's only a three-game sampling, but if the regular season matchups between these two teams foreshadow this series, then I think we're in for a good one. Uh, Denver ended up winning the series 2-1. But if you look at the games, one was decided by less than three points in regulation. One was decided in overtime, and one was decided in double overtime. Should be fun, right? Uh, and imagine if Jamal Murray was still playing for Denver. <laughs> You know, when he went down for an injury, I, I, I that was it. I, th- I thought the, the Nuggets were going to be done with. But they, they made that trade for Aaron Gordon. That's turned out very well for them. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. has made a lot of progress. Monte Morris has been uh, playing huge minutes for them. And then you, you're adding to the mix the, the MVP performance by Jokic. And this is still a very good team, even without Murray. On the other side of the court, you got the Suns. And when they're fully healthy... I think they match up well with the Nuggets. Uh, Aiton can play really tough defense on Jokic, kind of block some of those uh, passing lanes that, that Jokic takes advantage of. Booker, Paul, I think they, they, they give the Nuggets backcourt uh, some fits, really, really, really some problems there. Uh, and, and then, you know, on the, on the other side, uh, Mike Malone, the coach of the Nuggets, I, I don't know if you guys knew this, he, he was an assistant coach. Uh, for Monty Williams back in New Orleans when Chris Paul played there. So I think Malone is is familiar with, with, with you know, Monty Williams' offensive uh, philosophy and how Chris Paul plays. So, again, this should be a fun series. I like the Suns to win a close one here today. So, uh, spoiler alert, I'm betting them all, all day, all, all the games on the board today. So a 15, $15 money line mm-hmm. bet on the Suns. You know, this is one of the ones we're going to watch really close because Phoenix, I think we've seen kind of all season and particularly in that Laker matchup, they need Chris Paul. This isn't a guy that they can afford to lose. He really is the catalyst to this machine that is the Phoenix Suns. Uh, The interesting thing about their series was you touched on those scores, but Denver's two wins were at Phoenix. Their one loss was at home in Denver. Uh, so Denver does fare well in Phoenix. Um, I, I think this will be a little bit, not high scoring, um, but I think both teams will be able to put up some points and get it, get their shots. I'm going to take Denver plus the four and a half, and I'm also going to be looking at that total. I think it does get over that 219 and a half. So $25 on the Nuggets and the over. It's 220 and a half now. Vegas agrees. So you still like the over? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And yeah, you know, I, I, I like Phoenix here. I, I keep thinking the Phoenix is the better team. They should win. So four and a half is a little high, but I'm not too scared about it. So I'm gonna put 20 bucks on the Suns minus the points. Gotcha in there. Sorry, I was just catching up to Panther. NHL. What do you got, Max? All right. Yeah. Start Islanders at Bruins. You know, 
these two teams just continue to impress me in in how they approach each game in many ways you look at the islanders they're kind of like the bizarre world version of the bruins each of these teams can play defense they rely heavily on their goaltending and both teams are very opportunistic on offense where where things start to change i mean we've said it before bruins have a bit more firepower they've got a bit more depth but then you look at the Islanders, they kind of make up for it because they take advantage of mistakes and they get very good shots on goal. Looking at this game, I was, I was kind of worried. The money is coming in on New York. It looked like the, you know, the line's getting better for them. And so that's, that's always like, I want to avoid the trap. This was the game I was off. This was the only game I was not betting on today. I had, I had written in my notes, lean New York. And then I said, you know what? I want to bet them all today, so uh, I'm going to do just that. $20 on the Islanders. I probably should be on the Islanders just because I think the value is there. They've really shown that they can play with the Bruins. Um, other than this more route recent uh, scoring outburst, they haven't really put up that many goals in the series except for this, this most recent game. I still think Boston has the advantage offensively, uh, and they're going to want to get this game under their belt before they have to go back to New York for game six. So it's chalky. And I'm almost wondering if Vegas is kind of daring you to take Boston with that chalk. I'm not sure, but I'm on the Bruins here. So 20 bucks on the Bruins. You know, I have the Bruins winning the game, but nowhere near minus 195. Like that's, that's way too high. That's it's surprising. So there's some, something smells with this one, but I, I think all the values on New York, all of it. At that plus 174 max? Yeah. You got to go. That, that I, that's it. I mean, I do have Boston edging. It's close. Like, mm-hmm. I've got Boston edging out a win. Like, uh, in how I calculate things, it's it's a variance of about, about 5%. Like, you know, it's it's close in, in how I, I calculate my uh, my numbers. And that, that factors in, expe- you know, uh, expected goals per game. It, it factors in uh, PDO, uh, penalty minutes, five on five. It, you know, a lot of these things. It's, these these teams are really evenly matched, so it is it's a coin flip of a game. And at plus one seventy four, I'm I'm going to take that value mm-hmm. in New York. But yeah, I, I hate the fact that the money's hitting them, and right. the line's getting much better for them. So, well, game two's not that close. Listen, man, team of destiny, <laughs> game away from sweeping the Jets. You know, after an ass kicking yesterday, the Jets have to be wondering what the hell is going on. I I can't recall. I, it's got to be very rare that a team sweeps another team in the first round and then gets swept in the very next round. I can't recall that happening. Uh, Carey Price has been proven to be the better goalie in the series. He's, he's reverted to a couple of seasons ago when he was unstoppable, Carey Price. That's that, that's him again. And, I mean, Con- Connor Helbiuk had a great uh, regular season. He's a, he had a great start to his playoffs. So this guy has been unstoppable. But Canadians have found a way to get to him. A lot of that has been aggressive uh, aggressiveness on offense, just killing it. I, I want to say that it's almost double the amount of expected goals per game. Definitely doubled them up on high danger shots per game. And at this point, uh, it's how could you not bet against Montreal here? So this is you know if they lose today, you're betting on them the next game. They're going to win this series, right? Uh, this is not going to be one of those. Oh God, are you Torontoing Montreal? Torontoing them right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some Canadian shenanigans going on. Twenty dollar bet on the Canadians. 
you know, that's exactly where I was at. I was like, you're on Montreal. If they lose, you're on Montreal again. If they lose, you're on Montreal again. Um, I, I just don't see them losing four in a row. And, and given how badly Winnipeg was beaten that last game, you really just got to wonder what's going through their heads in that locker room. Um, I mean, there's really no hope. Uh, pack it in, get ready for a Canadian summer. I, I don't know what you, what the hell you're doing. But, um, yeah, their back's against the wall. I just don't see where they're they're staring down a colossal um, deficit. Uh, I think all the momentum, everything is in Montreal's favor. So I'm in agreement. 20 bucks on Montreal. It's Montreal. That's the play. And it's time to dust off the Panther three and out with Montreal. If That's, they a lose, you... yeah. That's a Baccarat <laughs> reference. That's a Baccarat reference, kids. <laughs> yeah, if they lose, you hit them again harder. And if they lose, you harder. hit them again harder. <laughs> all right. We should take a breather, I think. All right. Hey, we got a couple of NBA games, a couple of hockey games today to bet on all playoffs, all fun. And you can bet on those games over at my bookie. Sign up now using that promo code AbsoluteDJ and get your first deposit match up to $1,000. You can also bet on Major League Baseball. We got three games on the board today. We're going to talk about all three of them right after this break. Uh, if you bet money on that Mayweather fight, then you're an idiot and you donated money to my bookie but it's fine because they, they make up for it they, lots of great odds lots of great lines fun stuff over there you can bet on tons of things in fact you can bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right djens proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. You can also bet on the alien stuff, man. That's so cool. <laughs> Got to do it. Aliens exist. I heard you talking to, to yeah. I heard you talking to uh, uh, about the Bachelorette, Bachelorette apparently, and aliens. That's, apparently, that's yeah, the that's, you bet on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I got to start watching the Bachelorette. I think. Ah, uh, Cubs Padres. First up, Max. What do you like? You know, uh, Ryan Weathers' last start was six days ago against the Cubs. He pitched five innings, gave up four runs. Padres lost. It was the first start that he reached five innings all season. Uh, Padres, they are coming off of a split of a series with the Mets, while the Cubs yesterday, they avoided a four-game sweep from the Giants. Chicago only 12-16 and 16 on the road this season, and you're looking at Alzale's numbers on the season. It has not been lights out, but he's pitched five or more innings while giving up three or less runs over his last seven starts, so I think Alzale's starting to pick things up, even on the road. 
I was getting plus 115, 116 AK. Yeah, awesome. You know, I was getting a plus line with the Cubs. That's where my mind is set. I think they're going to steal one game in the series, and it's going to be the first game in the series. A $10 bet on the Cubbies. I'm just absolutely marveled at how different the Cubs are between their the, the home and away splits. I mean, they're so, so good at home. And then they get on the road, and they're – sometimes even barely competitive you know we we talked about this series last week they um played the cubs swept the padres alzale uh, pitched pretty well uh in his win just uh what five six days ago i I don't like teams that play each other this quick back to back particularly pitchers Uh, i think it comes back to bite them i think the padres do get to alzale today so i'm going to put my 20 bucks on the fathers of san diego all right gotcha and i'm off this game this is the only baseball baseball game i don't want a piece of i'm leaning the cubs here but i couldn't quite get to either side with this one it does surprise me that the cubs are only plus 116 it's probably an indictment on the padres more than i think so yeah yeah i i it's just the inconsistency of their offense it's it's scary this team should be so much better than they actually are especially offensively uh, i just it floors me yeah, well, Tatis is carrying him because uh, Machado's not been playing well. Grisham's injured. They've bat- went through some injuries, but uh, man, if they could give Tatis some help, they would be really, really good. All mm-hmm. right, next game. I know Panther was drooling over Max, but who do you have? Uh hey, listen, man. You know Dylan Bundy has not been very good this season. Eight point one one ERA at home. It does not make me want to bet the Angels today, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Royals going to start Jackson Cower today, uh, promoted up from triple a after posting a 0.85 ERA, 41 strikeouts, 10 walks in 31 and two thirds innings. Uh, poor Jacob Junis was the sacrificial lamb there. Got demoted down to make roster space for him. Oh. You know, I think Cower's going to have a, a decent enough start. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm really anxious to see what he can do out there, but, but we were talking about this in the pre-show. How, how, how much is he going to pitch into this game? especially if they're going to keep him up for the rest of the season. I don't see him going more than four or five innings at the most. And the Royals offense has, has been feast or famine lately while the angels, you know, overall, I think they continue to put up runs even without Mike Trapp in the lineup. I, I, I like the angels chance of, of winning this one. So a $10 bet on the Los Angeles Anaheim angels of wherever. You know, I probably bet on the Angels more than I should, and typically it's only when Otani's pitching. But outside of Otani, their pitching has not been good. And, and you talked about Bundy's, you know, home ERA. I mean, overall, he's a six and a half. Like he's he's probably got to be looking over his shoulder for a minor leaguer to come up and take his job. But I looked at Cower and I saw these numbers. I'm like, holy crap! When you know the the, the Degrom reference that we're going to make, uh, I'm not saying he's Degrom or anything, but his damn numbers. You put Degrom next to him, and they are Degrom type numbers. I don't know how deep into the game he'll go. Uh, it does. It has been suggested that this wasn't a one-off call-up, that he should stick in the rotation. Um, and the Angels have a lot of swing and miss in them. So I think he gets his Ks today. I expect him to go get the five innings to at least get a chance at the victory if they can grab the lead. But uh, I, I like the Royals with the plus line, so 20 bucks on the Royals. Gotcha. All right. I got to disagree with Panther. I... <laughs> It's shocking to me, this line movement, too. That's the first thing that jumps out of me. 30, I can't believe that. No. 30 cents shift on, on the Angels. God damn. I had this at minus 127 an hour and a half ago. Yeah, it's minus 155 Jesus. now. So I'm betting the Angels before it gets any, any worse for me. 11 bucks on the Angels. That's insane. All right. Last baseball game. Yeah. Listen, uh, you know, Miami, they avoided a four-game sweep at the hands of the fucking Pirates. 
<laughs> Who saw that coming? Hmm. Fish are only 13 and 21 on the road this year. Boston, they have won four in a row after sweeping their rival Yankees in New York, heading back home where they are only 16 and 13. Boston's a good team, but at home, they're not really great. Uh, Pablo Lopez takes them out for the Marlins, uh, having a decent season, just can't seem to get run support, which, I mean, Marlins just can't score, right? Uh, Lopez's ERA is pretty high on the road. He's hovering above five. But if 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 you look at his last four starts, he's pitching much better. I think he's going to give them a chance to hang even against the, the Red Sox bats. Nick Pavetta, on the other hand, six and one. <laughs> right? Nick Pavetta's got six wins on the season, one loss. His ERA and whip tell a whole different story, though. So that just shows you how good that Red Sox offense can be. Uh I, I don't know, man. I, th- I think the Marlins can hang today. The, the the Red Sox coming off that hangover of beating the Yankees, probably going to be a little lackadaisical out there, probably taking the Marlins a little bit for granted. So mm-hmm. I was getting plus 130. Yeah, so it's, uh, I'll, take, I'll take the Marlins on a plus line, $10 bet on the fish. You can tell by the lack of enthusiasm he doesn't love this play because I don't know. We're banking on the fish scoring more than one run. Like they just, this team can't score. They avoided, I mean, you said it out loud and it had to hurt to say they avoided a four game sweep to the freaking Pirates. It's, it's just, it's not even comical. It's it's embarrassing of the amount of riches that the Marlins have with their pitching staff. This is an elite pitching staff from top to bottom and they can get any run support whatsoever. And like you brought up with Nick Pavetta, his ERA and whip aren't phenomenal, but that's the difference between getting run support and not getting run support. I think that's all that's going to matter today is how many runs the Red Sox can put up. It probably won't take a lot. Uh, so I will put my $20 on the Beantown Red Sox. You want the Red Sox, all right. You know, I think all the value is on Miami. I agree with Max 100%. Uh, plus 132? Yep. So I'm going to throw $11 on the Marlins here. I just, yeah, I feel like Boston's prime for a loss here. And we have a question. He wants uh, over, un- over under. Okay, who wants over Angels under Boston? What do you think of those plays? Um... Let's see. What, 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 can you pull up the over under? Yeah, on screen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just click that. I'm gonna I'm gonna venture to say I'm gonna take the under on Los Angeles KC. It's nine. I just don't I don't I don't like KC's offense right now, and yeah. and uh, if Cowher can go five, I mean, um, it's, I probably got this game at about seven or eight right there. Um, and then under in Boston, yeah, I'll probably go the under. I'll probably go under in both of those games. I saw a shift to eight. Or one and a half. I, I, yeah, runs. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the under as well. I, I to get it that Casey's offense is a little bit challenging. I think Cower pitches well enough to keep the Angels um, off balance. So I think that game goes under. And then Boston, I mean, eight to one. <laughs> like I don't think this game's close. So I think that game goes under as well. Yeah, I'm a fan of the unders in both those games too. So there is uh, boring, boring. Under on Miami, someone's throwing out there. So there it is. Tyler agrees with us. Yep. All right. So we talked about baseball, basketball, hockey. We talked about Bob Gibson, strike zones that go up to your armpits, actually to your shoulders. And Max, that's it. I also talked about boxing. What? No, we didn't. No, I, there was no boxing. We definitely talk. did not talk about boxing at all. <laughs> Support Degeneracy by buying our t shirts. Head over to absolutedegeneracy.com. Go to the Degen shop. Make sure to download the Degen's app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks, no matter where you listen to it. Please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, you know what? 
Panther Parlay, just all, all of your games. You know, maybe, but you guys didn't agree with me like very much on everything. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Just, just, yeah. just them all. slap them all. Hey, if you guys want to, you know, listen to the whole show, write them all down. Uh, all the games that I took, you can put all seven. Well, actually, eight. I even took a total uh, in that Denver Phoenix game. But uh, here will be the three team Panther Parlay today. We we did have some kind of universal agreement here on the Milwaukee Bucks. The Montreal Canadiens and of the baseball games, I trust the Beantown Red Sox more than I do the other two that I picked. So put those three together. That will be your Panther Parlay. Then you can jump on the website, jump on the app, click on that social degeneracy tab, shoot the shit with us. I took yesterday off and I'm glad I did because I avoided a bloodbath. I I looked at the games games I would have taken. I'm like, oh my God, I would actually survive. (laughs) Sometimes it's good to take a day off. But let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said, dud kids, that's all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.